I do want to share with you this morning what I feel like the Holy Spirit has given me and has already been confirmed throughout this service. And I speak for my wife and I that we are so very honored and we are excited about what the Lord is doing. Pastor Tommy was our youth leaders growing up. And to tell you that that man played a huge role in our life would really be an understatement because he did. Very influential in who we came to be. Abundant Grace has only been established for a short amount of time, correct? But you have seen so many amazing things, so many wonderful things that the Lord has done. Before we came here, I can remember sitting and talking to Pastor Tommy about all the great things that were taking place here at Abundant Grace House of Prayer. And we were pastors down in Vincennes, and we would talk occasionally, and we'd see each other, and we would just share our hearts with one another and, and talk about what was going on. He'd come down, and he had you know, delivered a message down at our church one time, and it was just great to have that connection again and, and just you know, sharing with one another. And so today as we stand here, I want to share just a minute, just briefly today. You know, Pastor Tommy had a vision for this church, and he shared it with you. He had a vision, and he had a mandate from God. And just like Moses, Moses had a mandate from God. And there were a lot of similarities between Moses and Tommy. Many. He established something great. He established something, that the reason why we are all here today, and it was because he was being led by God. And he was being obedient to the call of God. It's about obedience. Because as long as you know God's speaking to you, and you're acting out in obedience, saying, God, I will do whatever it is that you want me to do, then God will move, and he will direct and he will begin to show the way. Amen? That's what he's done here at Abundant Grace House of Prayer. Leading up to this point. And so today I want to share with you. I remember Pastor Tommy sharing about how him and Jerry, they would walk the streets of Sullivan. Remember that? He walked the streets of Sullivan praying over the people of Sullivan. The people. He wanted people to come to know Jesus Christ, right? He wanted them to experience Jesus. He wanted people to know what it was like to be set free, living a victorious life. And that vision is going to continue. That's what we want to see as a church, amen? Do you want to see people come to know Jesus? 
You want to see people set free. You want to see them walking out in victory. You want to see preaching truth. You want to see that. That's what Pastor Tommy established. That's the vision that's going to continue on. Is it going to look a little bit different? Sure, it's going to look a little bit different, right? But I want to show us in Scripture this morning, if you will, for just a little while, that we need to move on. And just like Moses would have said to Joshua, you need to move on. Because there's a place that he has promised. And just like Tommy would say to us this morning, you have to move on. You have to move forward. Not moving on away from him, but you have to move forward with the vision that he set forth. Amen? We have to. It's a mandate by God that we have to. You heard him this morning say that you have to move forward. We have to do that. And that's what we're going to do. I'm excited about moving forward. You're such a wonderful family. And we look forward to what God has in store. Will there be rough times? Yeah. Will there be some obstacles along the way? Absolutely. But will we get through them? Absolutely. Are we going to keep our eyes and focus on Jesus? Absolutely. Are we going to let the Holy Spirit lead and guide us? Absolutely. That's what we want to do. And we're going to continue marching forward. You see, family, what God did through Moses was much bigger than Moses. What God did and done through Pastor Tommy was much bigger than Pastor Tommy. What God's going to do through Dina and I, and this, it's much bigger than us. This is a big, big deal, and we don't take it lightly. It is much bigger than us. You see, we want to see heaven populated by as many people as possible. We want to see people pulled out of the grips of a lost and dying world into newness of life. To see the promised land. To see a land of abundance. Let's pray. Father, I thank you, God, so much. God, I'm thankful for your presence here today. God, you are good. God, you're so good. And God, we know that you have us. And we're moving forward, Lord God, because that's what you've called us to do. God, our eyes are set forth, Lord, to, to fulfill, Lord God, the vision and the mission that you have called us to. So, Father, just be with us the remainder of the service as your word opens up. Let us speak to our hearts and minds in a fresh and new way. And we give you praise and glory in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to share Philippians chapter 3, 14 through 16 with you. And then we're going to be over to the Joshua. All right? And I'll try not to hold you very I don't even know what time it is. It doesn't matter. But I believe God can get done what he needs to do and speak to us in a, an appropriate amount of time. We're going to let the Holy Spirit lead us in that, all right? Everybody good with that this morning? It's family, right? Aren't we family? If it's your first time here, it's family. And I'm believing in unity. We're going to draw close together. Closeness is what we're going to have. 
Philippians 3, 14 through 16. It says, I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Amen? We're going to keep pressing on. Let's go to 16. But we must hold on to the progress we have already made. We hold on to the progress already made. Amen? It's a continual pursuit of all that God has for us. We're going to continue to pursue Him. And if you're here today and you feel like you've settled for less than you were called by God to live, I want to let you know that sometimes it just means we got to get going. Right? We just got to keep moving forward. Because sometimes you can feel like you're living less than. And sometimes it just means I just need to keep moving forward. It's progress. It's moving forward. And I like what A.W. Tozer said in his book, The Pursuit of God. He said, refuse to be average. Let your heart soar as high as it will. And I believe that's what God is telling us today. Let your heart soar as high as it will. He's telling us, you know what? We can dream big. He's a big God, amen? Does anybody in here have big dreams and big plans and big vision for this church? Because in unity, that's what we all need. We need it together. Not just so we can say we're the biggest church on the block. That's not the reason. The reason is, is because we're populating heaven. And we're seeing people living victorious lives. They're living lives to reflect the glory of God, to be an influence to those that are around you. Amen? Is that your passion? Is that your, is that your heart's desire? To draw closer to God so that you can influence people around you, to reflect the glory of God. You see, as the world gets darker, it, you know, it won't even take a whole lot of light to reflect Him. I don't want to tell you to just have a little light, but I'm saying, you're going to be surprised by just your words of encouragement to somebody when they need it, that it's going to reflect the glory of God. Amen. Amen? People need it. You might think, well, I have to know Scripture front and back. But what about just knowing who Jesus is in your life? Knowing what He's done for you. Making it personal, you know? I have a personal relationship with Jesus. Let me tell you what He's done for me. It's a mandate by God. It's a mandate that we need to be about his business and his work and not to sit idly by, but it's a time to move forward. See, we're going to be in Joshua here in just a minute, and Moses died, didn't he? He passed away. God done amazing things through Moses. But he was leading them right to the edge of the promised land, and it was their choice. They could either know that there is a land of abundance, or we could go back. And stop progress. Would Pastor Tommy be here today and say stop the progress? Absolutely not. Would he be, is he looking down on us today, however that works, and saying, keep going, church. Keep going. Keep moving. Keep marching forward. Amen, he would be. That's the mandate today. We have to keep going forward. The vision that was started must carry on. The mandate goes forth. So we press on. We press on. 
Joshua. Let's go to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1, verse 1. After the death of Moses, the Lord's servant, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun, Moses' assistant, and he said, my, Moses, my servant, is dead. Hmm. I remember the night, and I'm sure, Sister Jerry, you remember this too, when your husband sat back there and said that he was mo like Moses. I'm telling you, that man was like Moses. Like many other people in the Bible. But God had a specific purpose and plan that he set forth and mandated Thomas, just as Moses. And here you find that Moses has passed. Hmm. He says, my servant is dead. Therefore, the time has come for you to lead these people, the Israelites, to cross the Jordan River into the land I am giving them. You see, I have to deliver a, it's, it's a, it's not easy getting up here and saying some of the things that we, that I'm saying this morning. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? <laughs> I remember being in, in Sunday school class and, and, and Pastor Tommy, oh, pounding into mine and Dina's head, the armor of God. And can I tell you how thankful I am of that? Can I tell you how thankful I am? that he made sure we knew the armor of God. Not just that, but many, many things. Many things that he taught us. But can I tell you that it's, it's not an easy thing here today to, to be in this place of transition after someone that you love so much and who was so influential in your life, but knowing that God had placed a call on my life as well to lead. But I know, I know that he's saying continue on. Don't lose the progress that we have, but move on. Continue going forward. You see, because death does not mean that it's done. It doesn't mean that it's done. It means that we carry on. Most people would see it as a setback, right? Most people would see it as that. that oh, you know, he's saying there's a great comeback. There is a great comeback. In the reality of a life, there is going to be interruptions, amen? There will be interruptions. And, and just apart from what we're talking about today in our life, there will be interruptions in life. There are going to be times where you're going to feel like you are in a setback. But don't allow your setback to be a finality for you. Don't look at it as that. Look at it as God is setting me up for something. 
and look at what we can go through, even though the obstacle might be great. But we're going to continue on. We're going to press on. Because if they would have seen this as this is done and it is over, they would have never entered into a place that God had promised for them. And I'm telling you, God has promised things to this body. He has promised things to this house. He has promised this day, those things to a people who are unified. And if we want to see it, we have to be unified. Because he will not work in divisiveness. That, that, is not the, that is not the recipe for God to move. He will move whenever we're unified and there's unification. Where there's love for brother and sister. When there's genuine, authentic love and compassion for one another. He will move in that. And as long as we're keeping our eyes on him and allowing him to lead us and guide us. He will move in that. And we will see the abundant land the promised land that he has promised us and that has been spoken over this church. I'm holding on to that because he showed it to me as well, just like many of you. I'm looking forward and we're already beginning to see it, that we're going to see people coming into this church and we're going to see an influx of people. That's not because of one man or woman or any of that. That's because there's a hunger and a desire and unity among the believers to see that happen. Right? I hope that's your desire. I hope that's your passion. I hope it's to see people come to know Jesus Christ. Because that's what it's about. That's why we're here. I'm going to jump down to verse 3 in Joshua. It says, I promise you what I promised Moses. Wherever you set your foot, you'll be on a land I have given you. Amen. <laughs> Uh, I like how Philippians said that in verse 3, or chapter 3, verse 12. I don't mean to say that I've already achieved these things, or that I have already reached perfection, but I press on to possess that perfection which Christ Jesus first possessed me. And when I look at that scripture in Joshua, I think about it's time to take the territory that God has given you. That's a personal thing for you as well, as well as a whole house word. We take the territory that God has given us and given you because he's given it. And he says, all you have to do is walk there and possess it. God has so much for us, but he wants us to continuously be moving in him. <laughs> and Holy Spirit invites us to come. And to keep coming and come more, doesn't he? That's what the Holy Spirit wants to pursue. So this morning, I encourage you to go for it. Can I tell you to go for it? Can I, can I say, has God told you anything in your life? Has he given you something in your life that he says, this is what I want you to do? Has he showed you something in your life that's personal to you? Outside of what we're talking about as a church, but to you specifically. And if he's not, I pray that you be asking God for that because God speaks and he shows and he wants to show you those things. But he has territory for you. He has a place that he wants you to walk into personally. 
You see, if you're constantly dealing with depression, or, and I'm just using that as an example, or, or pride, or, or any of these things, and he's saying, i got to move you out of that. That's not the land. That's not the territory. That's not what you need for your life. I have this for you. This is the land of abundance. This is the land of freedom. That's where you need to go. But as a church as a whole, there's a territory. There's a claim. There's a stake for us because of what God has promised us. And we have to walk into that and grab a hold of that and go for it. Amen. That's all right. That's all right. I'm going to keep moving on. Joshua chapter 5, 6. That's chapter 1, verses 5 through 6. It says, no one will be able to stand against you as long as you live. For I will be with you as I was with Moses, and I will not fail you or abandon you. <laughs> be strong and courageous, for you are the one who will lead these people to possess all the land I swore to their ancestors I would give them. Hmm. Nothing can stop us. Can, can we say it that way? Can we be so bold to say that nothing can stop us? Nothing can stop us. Nothing can stop us. <laughs> when it's time to move, you have to move in the boldness of the Lord. That's what he wants from us, to know who we are. It goes back to identity. We can, we can go through so many different sermon topics in this. But he's like, just know who you are. Because I have called you son, and I have called you daughter. And I'm telling you, when I tell you something that you can move into a place then you move into it. Because it's not something that he does just flippantly and thinks, oh, well, you, you go. No, he sees and he knows what he's already prepared you for. Uh, that's another point we're going to get to in just a minute. Preparation. You see, new beginnings can be a little fearful, can't they? You ever went to a new job? Been around a new group of people, and you think, oh, you know, a little scared, a little fearful of what might, you know, go on. The fear of failure, you know. It happens, doesn't it? Sure it does. It can keep you from running into the places that God has prepared for you. And there's no fear. There's no fear. There's no fear in moving in step with him. Because we're moving in step with him. Let's keep going. Joshua chapter 1 verse 7. It says, be strong and very courageous. Yeah, that's kind of another little additive there too, right? Because he just said that right before then. He said, be strong and be very courageous. Are there anybody, is there anyone in here today that's strong and courageous? Be strong and courageous. Be strong and courageous goes back into know who you are. Be strong in him. Be courageous in him because it's not you. <laughs> you see, if, if you think that you're fighting it in your own abilities, then you've already missed it. You have to be strong and courageous in him because he's given you what you need. It's all about him anyway. Anything that's accomplished is because of him. We're just facilitators of it. I'm just saying, God... I'm a person here that you've called and I want to be in obedience to you. I'll be a facilitator. I'll be obedient to you. I'll be your son. I'll be your daughter. I will walk and I will talk and I will speak for you. 
I will do these things. But it's all you. It's all you. It's your wisdom, Lord. Be strong and very courageous. Be careful to obey all the instructions Moses gave you. Do not deviate from them, turning either to the right or to the left. Then you will be successful in everything you do. So we follow in obedience, don't we? In obedience to who? The Lord. We follow in obedience to the Lord. We're following him obediently. The way forward is simply to follow God in simple obedience. Concern yourself with that, and you will be moving in the right direction. This is not complicated words or or teaching this morning. This is just straight word of God today. That if we do these things, he's going to move us forward. And we're going to stay in step with him. Joshua 1, 8 through 9. It says, study this book of instruction continuously. Meditate on it day and night, so you'll be sure to obey everything written in it. Only then you will prosper and succeed in all that you do. This is my command. Once again, be strong and be courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Can we say amen to that? Amen. Amen. What that is saying is connect to God's word. Connect to it. Connect to his word. His word is alive. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. And if you just get into his word and stay connected to that, we're going to move forward. Amen? It's time to move forward. We're moving in God. It's more than just reading the word. It's more than just learning. It's putting it into action, isn't it? His word is action. And it's applying it to everyday life. Once again, it's not great. Wow, revelation this morning. Okay? But it's word. And we have to have his word. And it has to come alive in us. I've met so many people who have word, head knowledge. But that's as far as it goes. And it has to connect. There has to be a connection with the one who makes it come alive. It is alive. But I know people who read it, and it doesn't change them whatsoever. But there has to be a connection to make it just come alive in you and to make it make sense. Right? Does that not make sense to anybody in here today? You have to have a connection with the author of it. It can be a door opening to that connection. But just to say, oh, I've got the head knowledge, it really doesn't make it powerful. There has to be a connection. It has to be connected. Anyway, I'm going to get off that. Joshua 1, 10 through 11 says, Joshua then commanded the officers of Israel, go through the camp and tell the people to get their provisions ready. In three days you will cross the Jordan River, take position of the possession of the land, Your God is giving you. Once again, be prepared. Prepare is a key. We need to be prepared. Moving forward in advance, being prepared. We will never be led where we haven't been equipped. Right? Can I say that again? You are never going to be led where you have not been equipped. We are never going to be led where we have not been equipped. And he has equipped us. He has equipped us. If God is moving, that means you're ready. (laughs) Right? Does that make sense? He's not going to move us if we're not ready. But he's saying you're ready. 
So it's time to move. Much of what happens to us is to prepare us. So don't reject the times when they might be unpleasant. Embrace it by faith, knowing that you're being prepared to move forward. Let's move on. Joshua chapter 1, 12 through 15. Almost finished up, all right? You can hang with me just for a few more minutes. Joshua chapter 1, 12 through 15. It says, Then Joshua called the together, together the tribes of Reuben, God, and, uh, oh wait, Gad, I'm sorry, I'm messing that up. Let me start over. Then Joshua called together the tribes of Reuben, Gad, and half-tribe Manasseh. He told them, Remember what Moses, the servant of the Lord, commanded you. The Lord your God has given you a place of rest. He has given you this land. Your wives, children, and livestock may remain here in the land Moses assigned to you on the east side of the Jordan River. But your strong warriors, fully armed, must lead the other tribes across the Jordan to help them conquer their territory. Stay with them until the Lord gives them rest as he has given you rest. And until they too possess the land, the Lord your God is giving them. Only then may you return and settle here on the east side of the Jordan River in the land that Moses, the servant of the Lord, assigned to you. All that being said is this. Forward is the fight. Forward is the fight. We have to keep moving forward. Keep pressing on. You see, Satan's going to do all that he can to try to snuff this out and throw as many obstacles along the way. Isn't that true? He's going to see that there is a time, that this is a time of, uh, of new beginnings or a new season, and, and there's a, a call to move forward. And you better believe it, that he's going to try everything he can to thwart that, to throw obstacles in the way, to, you know, maybe plant a, a thought in a person's mind to be offended or, or this or that. You get where I'm saying, where it can go. And it's not a battle against flesh and blood, right? But it's a battle that's about spiritual battles and principalities and, you know, these, these things that we don't fight against that person. It's the spirit behind that, right? So he's going to resist every step forward. But we have to do this. We have to serve him up a word or two, right? Or many words, many scriptures. We need to serve him up some words that there's no retreat and there's no surrender. There's no retreat and there's no surrender. Because we're going to go. We're going to go forward. No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Amen? If God be for us, who can be against us? Amen? Last two verses I want to share with you before we leave this morning. It's Joshua 1, 16 through 17. It says, They answered Joshua, Will we, do whatever you, we will do whatever you command us, and we will go wherever you send us. We will obey you as we obeyed Moses. And may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. The way forward. That's the way. It's the way forward. Will there be reasons to stop? Will there be reasons to stop? Sure. But none of them are good enough to make you stop. 
There's going to be reasons to stop. You know what would have been if they would have stopped just shy of the Jordan River? They would have never experienced the fullness of what God wanted for them. And so we have to move forward in unity, in obedience to his word, loving one another, sharing with one another, being open with one another, and having each other's back. Amen? And know that he's fighting for us. This is the way forward. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep marching on. And I don't know about you, but I am excited about where God is taking us. I'm excited about where he's taken me personally. I'm excited to see where he takes you personally. I'm excited to see the, the growth in us, right? I'm excited to see, you know, things being birthed, right? Excited to see freshness and, and life and, and liberty and, and all these things. Sure, we know that there are going to be things that are going to try to, you know, stop us or, or get us down. But we're not going to fall trapped to that. We're not going to fall into that. We're going to keep moving forward. Amen. I'm excited. I thank Jesus. He's a good God. He's a good God. And I love him so much. Are we going to be perfect? <laughs> you already know that. We've been here long enough. You already know that. Are we going to love you? Absolutely. Is there going to be compassion? Absolutely. Are we going to be praying? Absolutely. Are we going to, with the Holy Spirit, stretch you? Absolutely. Right? Is it okay if you're stretched every once in a while? Huh? We love the Lord.